Good morning and welcome to April 13th. It's a brand new Monday. Thinking about Peter and John and their instructions to make preparations for the Passover. Jesus said, as you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, all furnished. Make preparations there. That, friends, is a word from Luke 22, 10 through 12. And it's a backdrop for our topic this week as we celebrated our risen Lord on Easter Sunday with family and friends. I wonder if you invited family out for a run. And I wonder if in the midst of all that activity, you were able to stay true to your training plan. So I want to welcome you now to this week's The Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes, Feast, Walk, and Pray. I'm Bo Ellis, coming to you as usual from our Tampa studios at Christ Across America, and joining me now on the phone from the 1010 Wellness Headquarters in Bradenton is your own chief wellness instigator, Chris Hughes. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Bo, how you been? Hey, it's great to talk to you again. It's been a great week. It's been a great couple shows talking about travel and, and destination training and state parks. And I'm guessing you're back in town. Back in town, home for an Easter holiday. And great news is we're expecting some companies. My, my, my daughter and her husband are coming to visit with us for the, for the Easter holiday. So we are stoked about just getting to spend some time with them. Well, that's awesome. And that's, that's what prompted you to consider the topic for this week's show. And what we really wanted to talk about was, you know, life doesn't stop just because we want to be fit and Chris it's tough sometimes when you've got family coming into town like you do this weekend it's tough sometimes for you to to maybe keep the balance in your approach and and to keep your training schedule on track and that's not to suggest that you know our training is more important than family it certainly isn't but you want to stay on track so I thought this week Chris we could go through some some different ways to look at you know having company and I'll kind of hand it to you with that and see where you take it well Bo, in, in, in some regards, you know, we're, we're kind of we're kind of freaks in that um, we like to get some good heavy-duty training in almost daily, and, and that's not often the case with a lot of people. So this is a delicate issue because when you have family coming in town, you want them to know that they're the most important thing in the world, and we're, we're grateful that they're here, but you don't want to totally disrupt your, your training or get, get off track. And there's ways to do it, but um, one of the things that I like to do uh, and I guess you could say it's kind of part of the mission of, of me and, and 1010 Wellness is to, when, or when I have company, come up with some creative ways to get them up and at them. Um, you know, typically, I think, that, or maybe I would say traditionally, when people gather for the holidays, and I, I think of the, the, the Christmas holidays in particular, where there's so much baking and cooking going on, that that kind of becomes the, the focus. And I have traveled and gone to other family um, or other family members' homes, and it seems like we just kind of hang out and eat the whole time and just feel miserable after a few days of that. You've probably experienced that yourself. Well, I'm the guy that's that's comfortable just passing out. You know, find a couch and see ya. And my wife kind of rags me for that, but I really think it's a compliment to the host that, you know, I can be comfortable enough in their home to just pass out on their couch, and you know, I kind of have a history of that. <laughs> Well, and we call those food comas. Yes. And that's what happens when you eat so much and your stomach is so stretched that you just have no uh, no energy to do anything but to just flop on a couch and, and sleep. And, and maybe a couple of food comas here and there aren't, aren't, aren't going to kill us. But uh, what I'm suggesting is just 
instead of making the, the eating and hanging out, and this being an Easter holiday, I know there's going to be a lot of food prepared in our house, but instead of making the eating and sitting around be, be the primary focus, you can also spend a lot of good quality time with family, and even if these family members aren't into triathlon or any kind of you know endurance training, go out for a great walk. I, I don't know about uh, you, Bo, but there is nothing better than going for a good walk after a big meal. I mean, that's kind of one way to avoid the old food coma, is just to get up on your feet, and I've never regretted going for a walk after having uh, gorged on a big meal. Well, I'm hearing that, and you're fortunate, Chris, that you live close enough to some really cool stuff that you're a five-minute drive from some really good walking, if you will. And I think I'm fortunate in that, too, that I can just walk out my door, and we can walk maybe half a mile around the neighborhood, and it's really nice. So here we are. We've got St. Anthony's coming up into this month. I know you mentioned in a couple shows ago that you try to get at least two workouts a weekend for each discipline. So we're talking about at least six workouts that you're trying to get in over the course of a week. And I know you're taking at least one day off. Um, is that usually Sunday for you real quick? No, Bo, it's usually, usually going to be a day during the week because I've got just a lot more flexibility on the weekends that I can get the workouts in and, and there will be one or two days during the work week, Monday through Friday, where uh, I may be traveling or just spending a lot of time in the vehicle, so I just don't have the time to train, so we'll take those days off. Yeah, Monday and Monday and Tuesday for me are typically um, days that if I'm not going to do anything at all, it would usually fall on one of those two, and sometimes even both, unfortunately, recently, but here we're talking about destination training, Chris, and we talked about some of the really cool places that we've been able to train, and all of a sudden the tables are turned, and our whole family's in town. We've got a, a turkey in the oven. We're celebrating the, uh, you know, Christ is risen. It's a great time. The Masters is going to be on TV, and it's just going to be so easy for us to just sit in and suck into that couch and just maybe, uh, maybe just blow off the training that we've got on our plates. So I love your suggestion that hey, get the family maybe even preconditioned to this idea that, you know, when you visit the Hughes' house or you visit the Ellis house, we're going to do a big family bike ride or we're going to do a big family walk or something like that. So we're just throwing that out there for you folks that maybe will be in the same boat uh, as a way to not get sucked into uh, to laziness. Um, another thing, Chris, that I thought would be worth mentioning for this show is, okay, your family's gone on that walk with you now. When are you actually going to get your training in? Are you going to do like an early morning or a, or a late evening? I mean, what are you thinking to stay on track where you're not uh, maybe offending or upsetting your family or your wife for heading out well, and hit, hitting the trail? Yeah, and that's a super good point, Bo. I would, I would feel very shameful if in the middle of the day when everybody's visiting, I checked out for an hour or two because i got to get my bike right in. Uh, in this regard, I guess we, we've got to make a little bit of a sacrifice and... Um, for me, that's, that means getting up early in the morning before everybody else gets up. And I typically, you know, I'm an early riser, and that kind of puts me at an advantage over some people because um, I can get up and get it done and be back uh, while everybody else is just getting up uh, sipping their coffee. So um, the other thing, though, you know, when I have guests, very often, you know, some of my family members are people who have been at one point in time or another have been very you know, heavily involved in some of this stuff and, and maybe they've gotten off track. So I will always invite them to join me for that early morning workout. 
in the family kind of kids that when they come over here, they're they're they're, uh, they're staying at Camp Hughes because you know I, I tend to want to just get up and do a lot of things, and 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 sometimes um, I'm able to get whether it's my brother-in-law or my brother or whoever it might be to join me for one of those early morning workouts, and they can pull me along on the bike and vice versa. So always want to extend an invitation for those guys to do something even more aggressive than, than say a walk. I'll also throw out a little bit of. I guess advice or um, experience from from a guy I met at the YMCA up there in New Tampa. And you may remember Ray. I, I bet he's probably still there. He's one of the, uh, I guess, uh, I don't guess he's a trainer, but at any rate, he, he's up there. And Ray used to be something like 50 or 60 pounds overweight and got just a um, bill of health from his from his doctor that said, if, you know, if you don't change, you're going to die. And so, you know, one of the things that Doc recommended was including some exercise, consistent exercise, daily exercise, and Ray started with walking. And now he just calls his exercise his medicine. And he says, if I have people in town, he said, I've got to take my medicine, and he will find a way to excuse himself and take his medicine in the form of exercise. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty serious business in, in, that, in that situation. Um, so, you know, uh, it, it could be for just training for a triathlon, but, but also the exercise could be for, for reasons more medicinal, if you will. Well, I appreciate that, and we've done shows on, you know, choosing to live, and so often, Chris, it's the choices that we make, if you really sit back and look at them, you often can't believe you're even doing what you're doing. I mean, I know I love donuts, and I love Dairy Queen blizzards, and there's really no use for them other than just indulgence, and, and that's fine, I guess, if you can do it, if you, if you can keep the the scales tipped in the right direction. I think the danger for most is when the scales tip the other way, uh, the days can go by and then it's the weeks can go by. And next thing you know, you know, you've put on five pounds every other week for a month and a half and you're 20 pounds heavier than you were just, you know, the last, last fall or something. And I mean, I certainly can relate to that because I'm up and down, up and down all the time. I'm all, I'm full blast either one direction or the other. I'm either really strict and really mindful of my diet almost to the point where I'm, I'm fasting and giving it to the Lord or I'm the complete opposite and I'm just pounding blizzards and donuts because uh, you know I rebel to that place and it's uh, it's sinful so um, I think for those who can do moderation for those who don't have maybe the um, the type A kind of gene uh, that I have um, it's not that much of an issue but here we are, it's, it's Easter, we've got family in town, and I was thinking, Chris, you might even kind of plan some of these activities in advance with the family, and, and even your your training, you mentioned Ray's to get him to take his medicine. Um, I guess it's it goes back to structure, and making sure that you're not living life random. I know often I won't have a plan for the day, so as we're approaching St. Anthony's, I know you're getting your 2-2-2 two, two, and two in. What does your schedule look like, you know, during the week? Um, Talk to me a little bit about that. Is your is your training schedule usually on a calendar a week out, or are you kind of winging it as you go along? I, I hate to admit it, Bo, but I generally do wing it each week, and uh, that's that's just the result of being on the fly so much between just all the different things that I do. But you know, I, I'm able to look at each day and see what kind of a gap I have and where I'm going to be. And one of the things that I do is um, I carry with me equipment that will prepare me for either a run or a swim. Certainly not the bike. I mean, that's usually going to be based out of the house. But sometimes or many times I'm on the road and you know, I carry that stuff with me so that if I get a little little gap here, um, I might be able to take off for a run or might be able to catch that swim. Swim being kind of difficult because of a pool 
availability. But I guess it's almost like being a Boy Scout. You just have to be prepared for um, for what the calendar throws at you. Just, you know, that, that's probably not the best approach in the world. It would be nice to be able to, to, to plan it in and, and design a, a schedule. And I definitely encourage people to do that. And on a Sunday night, that's usually the best time to look at what you got to do between Monday and Friday or, you know, Monday through Saturday and, and just figure out, okay, this is when I got to do it, put it to paper, and that is often enough to get you halfway there, at least for some people. I guess for me, I would rather, for me, it's, it's a matter of sacrifice if I don't work out so I don't I don't have to schedule it in to, to ensure that I get it done, if that makes any sense. Well, I do, and I'm not... I'm probably not the guy that's got that calendar and I'm I know what I'm doing five days from now in terms of whether I'm running in the morning or the afternoon but I usually do have a pretty good sense of how I'm gonna work in my training um, over the, the course of a week because I can see my calendar filling up with uh, with meetings and other activities that, that revolve around uh, careers so Chris this is a great topic because it's about family and it's about relationships and it's about living life together I think so much of what we talk about on this show is this community. So I wanted to take a look at what the Bible says about this idea of family and doing things together. You know, even before Jesus went to Jerusalem and ultimately to the cross for you and for me, you know, he called his guys together and they, they kind of broke bread. It's funny that saying actually uh, is literal in this sense that Jesus called his guys around a table and he, he gave him his body. And he poured out his blood for them. I'm reading from Luke 22:14. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And from verse 17, after taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. 19. And he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. And in verse 39, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching that place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. So Jesus and his guys, they, they broke bread. And then they took a walk together, and then they prayed. Father God, we thank you for this uh, show today, that when we have family in town, we could encourage them to to go out with us and uh, enjoy your beauty and the things that you've created for us to enjoy. God, we thank you for uh, keeping us in our training and keeping us steadfast in honoring you in the way that we would use fitness as a ministry for you to reach others who don't know you, and we pray for them right now. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Brother Bo. Well, Chris, give us an update on St. Anthony's. Well, Bo, it's uh, T-minus less than three weeks, I guess you might say. Because of the cool weather we had, it looks like uh, that dropped the water temperature back down, which is good news because that means the race will likely be wetsuit legal. What the heck does that mean? Some people are thinking. It just means that uh, you'll be able to wear a wetsuit and swim, which enables you to just swim a heck of a lot faster, and and you can kind of coast somewhat when you're wearing one of those wetsuits. So um, let's just hope that the weather stays cool enough, and come race day, that uh, it's not too hot, because that run can be be a bit of a scorcher at St. Anthony's, just depending on what the weather looks like. And... uh, but if it's like most years, it should be fantastic. And I, I hope uh, 
I hope you get enough swims in, Bo. That's usually the weak link for most of us Try Guys, and, and we'll be looking forward to it. Well, if I'm able to wear the personal flotation device, uh, thanks, uh, Jim Dunphy, for that, uh, I think I'll be fine. It's, it's really like, it's like paddling on a surfboard. It's amazing. Chris, that's a Friday night, a Saturday, and a Sunday gig. Give our listeners a little bit of that schedule, so if they do want to meet up with us, uh, they'll know where we're at. Well, um, every year on Friday and Saturday, or let me back up, the race, the, the, the main race for St. Anthony's is, is on Sunday, and I think the first waves for the race start around 6.30 in the morning, or actually, no, it's not, I'm, it's more like 7 o'clock, and the waves go off every 10 minutes from the, basically the base of the pier over there uh, in St. Pete. But on Friday and Saturday, there is an expo, the St. Anthony's Expo at Straub Park. I believe it starts at 10 a.m. on Friday the 24th. And it's a great opportunity to just kind of immerse yourself in the culture of triathlon. It's, it's very, um, uh, I guess you could say it's very motivating because you'll walk around and you'll see all the equipment. You'll see a lot of athletes from all over the East Coast that, that uh, are kind of snooping around to see some of the latest equipment, uh, clothing, sunglasses, you know, you name it. It's all going to be out there at the Expo. And that goes on Saturday as well. And then Saturday would also include the check-in for your bike. Uh, one of the commitments or requirements at St. Anthony is you have to put your bike into the transition area the night before the race which is kind of a good thing because then you don't have to stress on that uh, early the next morning. Well, that's what I found, Chris. You take your bike, check in, get your goodie bag, get your shirt, um, kind of walk around the, the trade show and the expo and all the different vendors. And that Saturday thing, I think, is really cool. And it turns into, for us and our family, it turned into kind of a, a way for the whole family to do something together. Uh, I think we ended up uh, you know, going out to eat or going to a movie or something afterwards. And I will leave you with this. It's a sight to see when you've got 4,000 bicycles sitting there in the park. I think it's Straub Park, to be uh, exact. But that's, um, if you've never seen that, bring your camera, because it's, um, I'm sure you could make some pretty cool portraits out of a shot like that. Chris, it's going to be an awesome race, and I'm glad that we can, again, the mission at 1010 Wellness is to lead people into activities and lifestyle they can get excited about. It's a vision, Chris, that you've had for a long time of just getting people off the couch and getting them into getting them getting them into activities where they can get fit and feeling confident about themselves. Too many people, Chris, just need a nudge from somebody. And hopefully you're that person for somebody this week, and, and I'll commit, Chris, that I need to be the same. This is Christ Across America, creating awareness for ministries and missionaries who are getting it done in local communities for Jesus. It's ChristAcrossAmerica.com on the web. I invite you to visit Chris's site, 1010wellness.com. And that's going to wrap it for this week. Chris, what's your parting shot? Well, my parting shot is folks have a happy Easter. Um, enjoy some great time with family and uh Praise God for sending His Son for us. Praise Jesus that He's risen. We serve a living and risen Lord. That's going to do it. This is Christ Across America asking you where are you allowing Jesus to work in your life today. We'll see you next week.